Hello, dear listener. You have now entered the world of the BS Podcast Network. Enjoy your stay. Hello, and welcome to Soarin' with the Magic Our Way podcast. My name is Mr. Mononymous, and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. We'll begin boarding in just a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with the rest of your flight crew. First, we have your pilot and co-pilots, Kevin and Danny. These artistic buffs will launch you from New Orleans to soar over all things Disney. Your entertainment director is Ivory Comics proprietor Eli. Be sure to check your in-flight magazine for a sneak peek at his comic, Project Geisha. Nice work, pal. Soon you'll be airborne. If you or your little aviators would like to reach the flight crew at any time, be sure to check out magicourway.com, where you can find links to Facebook, Twitter, email, or send in a voicemail. And, of course, you can book your next Soarin' flight with your platinum-level earmarked travel agent, Lee Lastavica, from Magical Moments Vacations. Remember, you've got a friend in Lee. Okay, let's review. Kevin, Danny, Eli Lee, Artistic Buffs, Disney stuff, anything else? Oh, yeah. Chombo, everyone. Rambe. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way podcast. podcast. Uh, yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Asante Sun, everyone. You're listening to the Magic R.A. Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are Artistic Bus, talking about Disney stuff. www.magicrway.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. I thought you were Flavor Flav. <laughs> almost was. I was Flavor Cave. Cave. <laughs> Flavor Cav. I'm Danny. You're, he's Danny. And today, we have... Excelsior! You know, 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 you know. I have the You know the story's all about the glory. It is our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? I am doing good, but boy, do I wish I had the powers of Magneto today. That's right, man. And we'll explain that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do it good, though. Do we it are good. lucky that Eli was able to be on the show today. <laughs> yes, yes. This is a good, a very good thing. And uh, another person who had an incident. Show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Hey, must be the money. Money, money, money. Show me the money. It is Senor Fuego de Grease. <laughs> Mr. Lee Lastavica, how you doing, sir? Oh man, just bringing out some burnt French fries over here. <laughs> oh, good. And uh, it's a lucky day at the Lastavica house, let me tell you. Lucky day all around, <laughs> I should say. Definitely. <laughs> the craziness at Casa Lasto. So you had a grease fire, huh? Yeah, man, it was <laughs> not fun. But uh, everything came, everything is unscathed, and the house is still in one piece and not burnt down. So that's something. You didn't catch your wife on fire at all? She saw all her hair. Everything's good there. Yeah, yes. didn't Michael Jackson yeah, otherwise? Right. <laughs> Baby, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no Pepsi commercial remix. Put some Pepsi on it. So you, you yeah, had a slight it's all incident. Good when no one gets burned up. That's true. That's always good. Yeah. I just don't know how you set French fries grease on fire. Some hot grease. Yeah. Were they frozen French fries? It's too hot. That's, that's a, no, they weren't frozen. There wasn't. There was no fries in there. It was just the oil itself got so hot. Just oh, it combusted. Burn up. Yeah. Maybe we can have Richard Hercher explain how hot that grease had to be. How long was that grease on the fire wow. before yes. it spontaneously just burst into flame? Mr. Mananas, please send us an email in and let us yeah. know how is that possible? What's the science behind it? Yes. Yeah. We'd love to know. We should have like a Mr. Wizard's World like section, like for when we have things that we understand and have Richard come on and explain it real quick. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, the technology behind it. Yes. Disney Tech Time. Well, excellent. 
Well, uh, we were supposed to be here at 2, and right around 2-ish, we got a call from Eli, a text from Eli, saying that uh, he was not going to be able to make it on time. Yeah. Kind of a little fender bender, huh? Yeah, well, not for the other guy, but uh, yeah, I got uh, I got an accident. Uh, just hit a, there's a piece of road that has like a ton of shrubbery. You can't really see any cars coming, and uh, I, I went out. Next thing I know, there was this low-riding Mustang that I was like, holy shit. Like, where did you come from? I'll be saying the same thing. Where so, did you come from? Where did you go? Yeah. Shrubbery is putting it nicely, though. It wasn't shrubbery. It was like Jurassic Park. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's full-on <laughs> 70s bush. It, it was It was very high. Like, uh, that's how thick it was. Yes. Yeah. You, you really could, couldn't see anything. So, uh, But uh, the dude was cool. That was cool. He, he had like what? What did you say? Like half of his front? And was like ripped off, ripped yeah. off, yes, and of uh, a Mustang, of a, yeah, of yeah. a Mustang, and uh, my truck just had like some slight damage and uh, a flat tire, and a flat tire, yeah. But it could have been worse. I just, yeah, luckily I, I let these guys know. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be a little late. <laughs> <laughs> yep, got some things happening, but yo, these two guys came out, showed up, you know, and brought uh, him the tire, brought me the mm-hmm. tire, hung out, made sure everything was good, we took some pictures uh, of, of the area and stuff. So. Well, that could be a lonely scene if you had the scene of an accident and you're there by yourself and the other people have people and it, it can be intimidating. Yeah. So it, yeah. yeah. You, you need people to have backup. Yeah. You got to yeah. have backup. That's right. And Absolutely. the important thing is that you're not hurt. Mm-hmm. No, nothing's injured. You're able to, you didn't have to go to a hospital. So you're here with us to record at this moment in time. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. After that, oh. I was like, let's talk some Disney, please. Do we need, are you in the concussion protocol at all? Like, uh, I, <laughs> I got a little PTSD going on right PTSD. now. Yeah. Post traumatic stress while driving. But uh, are you questionable to perform tonight? <laughs> I will perform. Questionable, sir. probable, or doubtful. I will perform. Okay. He's a game time decision. Words are kind of <laughs> scrambled on my piece of paper, but I'll make sure they're legible to me to read anyway. Well, guys, we've got a great show for you today, man. Today we are continuing. Actually, don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> 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 we really like normally we prep a little bit more right before the show and we're we have no time. Literally, we got back from the we were at the right. scene for about an hour and a half. Yeah. Eli was there for about two hours. Mm-hmm. We were literally walking in and going just going. Yeah. Yeah. So there was no tidying up. Uh. The ideas polishing, that we had. yeah, polishing, fine tuning, yep. polishing a turd. There was none of that. Well, I'll rephrase it. So, my weekends, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we have a mediocre show for you today. Totally mediocre, <laughs> despite <laughs> fire and accidents, though, yeah. still here. Yes, we have a show for you today. Let's just leave it at that. We have a show. You judge for yourself. The show's about hotels. Yes, and we're continuing our discussion from our previous episode, in which we are discussing the article regarding Epcot possibly getting a hotel at the very entrance. Mm-hmm. And so we decided to exercise once again our creative muscles and think about ways we would design hotels in front of the other parks as well, yeah, including we'll, Epcot. Yeah. So uh, that's our topic for today's show. So, guys, enough of my jibber jabber. Let's go make some magic. And here we are on the hub. And as I said in the intro, uh, we are continuing our discussion from the previous episode. And uh, our discussion today deals with hotels at the entrances of the parks. And this is spurred on by a conversation we had regarding an article that stated that Epcot is rumored to be getting a hotel at the very front or over the entrance or maybe a couple different locations in and around the entrance area. Yeah, it's one of po- three possible locations. Three possible locations, all incorporating the monorail station that's there. So with that article, our discussion kind of led to what would we do in the other parks? And so we said, aha! Aha! Time to get <laughs> created! Aha! So that's what we're going to do today, guys. We're going to design for you uh, our ideas of how we would put a hotel in each of the parks. And each one of us took one of the parks. So just kind of quick review. Eli got Magic Kingdom. Yep. Uh, Danny's doing Epcot. Yeah, I already kind of pitched my idea. So, yeah, y'all told me to just kind of flesh it out a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. And then Lee has Magic uh, Magic Studios. Lee has this Magic busy- Studios. <laughs> they, they finally just on the name. hit on the name of his hotel. That's it, Magic Studios. Um, no, Lee, but Lee's got the studios, and I have Animal Kingdom. Okay. So who would like, should we go in chronological order or just whoever wants to go first? I'll or? just start just because they already kind of know what my idea is. All right. All right. So I pretty much went off of our discussion last time. I know I threw a couple of concepts out there, but the concept that I went with was to make the Epcot Hotel similar to the Disneyland Hotel over in 
Anaheim, mm-hmm. which is basically a celebration of the, of the history of Disneyland throughout the year. So that's what I want to do with this Epcot, Epcot Resort Hotel. And in order to do that, I, that was my dilemma is that you had, kind of had to work outward and figure out what Future World was if you're going to be putting a hotel smack dab in the middle of Future World. And so my mindset was that we were going to go ahead and on the west side, we were going to take Future World West, I mean, Future World East, I'm sorry, we're going to take Future World East, leave it as Future World East, and but we we're going to take all the attractions and one was going to focus on uh, the future of interspace relations or something like that, which would be the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, which would be something to where you're going out to meet a new species. And of course, what you think is cute and cuddly turns into something dangerous and ugly and then the guardians come in and help save the day that was my idea for incorporating that part of it then you'd have a separate uh pavilion uh where wonders of life was called um like that that would focus on the future of technology and it was going to be the uh based upon the ito ishioka uh, robotic labs that you saw in big hero six and that would finally get us a big hero six ride into the parks uh, then we were going to take Mission Space, and that was going to deal with the future of space exploration. Pretty much leave it mostly about the same. Then we're going to do Test Track uh, 3.0 and make that the future of transportation. I wanted it to be a real future car, not like a car in a cybernetic universe where you're like almost in a computer. I wanted it to be like a real car of the future where this sucker was going to fly. It was going to submerge into water. I mean, <laughs> we were going to be really... It made to feel like, yeah, you you were testing this car out on land and the sea and the air. So, yeah, that's what I wanted to do with that side of the park. The other side was just going to focus on Discovery World. Instead of it being Future World West, we were just going to make that Discovery World. And that was just going to stick to basically exploring uh, and unlocking the the great discoveries that that mankind has come across over the years. So we're going to take the living seas, and that was part of my thing here. I wanted to get rid of all the pavilions. No more living seas, no more land, no more imagination. Uh, the Living Seas were going to be rebranded as the Marine Life Institute from Finding Dory. And so we're going to redesign the look of it and completely just do an overhaul. You could keep uh, Finding Nemo as it is, I suppose, if you needed to. But you could also incorporate the uh, the one, uh, the Sea Racer ride, the Sea Rider ride from um, Tokyo Disney Seas. You can incorporate oh, yeah. 20,000 leagues yeah. under the sea from there. Uh, and bring yeah. that into there as well. Um, you can keep Turtle Talk. Uh, whatever you really want to do over there, that was gonna, that was the mindset behind mm-hmm. that. I just wanted to get rid of this old school idea of these things being pavilions based upon some kind of... I wanted to make these places now, instead of pavilions, institutes of learning. And so, which leads us to the land. And what I was going to do with the land, and you might appreciate this, E, is I was going to take that and turn it into an Avengers-style facility. Sadly. Yeah. All right. I was going <laughs> to use the character of Dr. Selvig, Eric Selvig from uh, Thor. Okay. Because I, I researched it, and apparently he was created for the movie. So this is not <laughs> an existing character in the comics, to the best of my knowledge. You correct me if I'm wrong. So I was going to call it the, doc, like the Selvig Science and Research Center. Something like that. Science and research. The Selvig Science and Research. That's, that's a lot of S's in there. Selvig Science and Research. That's, that's, that's why you know it works, because I can't pronounce it. I was going to call it the Selvig Science and Research Center, and we were going to go ahead and incorporate, would leave soaring in there as, you know, part of your basic, hey, you know, we're, this is us looking over the land and, you know, taking everything in and you know you could also go ahead and leave the hydroponic boat ride in there if you want to the advancements in being able to go ahead and uh, harvest different types of foods but then I also wanted to put in another character in there from the Marvel Universe that we could put in a Disney theme park east of the Mississippi and that would be Doctor Strange. There you go. <laughs> I want there to be a Doctor Strange type attraction in there where we have a show and it starts off with Dr. Uh, Selvig he comes out and he's saying this and that and the other uh, and, and sticking all towards science and suddenly something happens Dr. Strange shows up and he starts going into the whole thing about well it's not all about science it's also about magic ah, and hmm. kind of take it around that path and you know I just figured that would be a nice little way to incorporate another Marvel Avenger type person and I figure the building itself you could design off of the Avengers building that you see, uh, not the tower, but the one you see in Civil War, where it's more of a ground building that looks kind of like the pavilions that you would see in Epcot. Okay. So I thought that would be a little neat reimagining of it. I mean, you could obviously go further. I'm not sure which characters they can and can't use, but Selvig seems pretty safe. Yeah, I, I would agree with you there. He's not a Fox guy. Right. And then I was going to take Imagination, and just because I like 
how imagination looks. Imagination Institute? Yeah. <laughs> I, no, not the Imagination Institute. I was going to call it the uh, Medfield Human Research Center. Ah. Because, do you know Medfield College? you know what is significant about Medfield College? Mm-hmm. It's a fictional college that appears in a lot of Disney movies. You'll have heard it in Flubber. Yeah. Oh, Absent-minded okay. professor. It was in it. The computer wore tennis shoes. It's kind of... Uh, just this imaginal, um, yeah, it's a mainstay imaginary uh, college where a lot of these great professors worked. And then we just redesigned it as that. And that's what it becomes. And so now you're looking into uh, human development, human growth. And so that way you can still kind of keep an imagination type style ride in there. You could bring in the characters from inside out. Very or good, yeah. I, I would love the idea of doing an Incredibles type attraction with Edna Mole in there and mm. having her, the advancements in, you know, uh, Fashion design, but really, it's a means for you to her to showcase her new um, inventions for right. um, well, not inventions. What do you call it? The her new costumes for her superheroes. Yes. Uh, so the scuba suit. Scuba suit. So scuba <laughs> suit. No capes. No capes. So now, okay. So we're clear that all of the old Epcot now at this point in time is gone, right? Okay. You know, you know, not to interrupt, but you know, I just thought of a gift shop for Edna Mo's shop. What's that? Nothing but capes. <laughs> <laughs> For all the superhero stuff. But anyway, sorry. No, no, no. It's all good. That just popped in my head. But yeah, so you got that set. So all of the old Epcot is stripped away. All right. For the most part. I mean, there's still elements of Lent, but I mean, really, it's just kind of working in what they, the mainstays that they got to have in there. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So then that's why we're going to open the Epcot Center Resort, which is going to focus on the history of the once great <laughs> pavilions that you did used to have over at Epcot. And what I wanted was the old school design that you would see when you would see the model of Progress City that Walt Disney designed for Epcot. And I would mm-hmm. like the, the hotel to be designed after that. Cool. I think that's how it should look. I mean, that people can argue about what Walt would have wanted. That's what Walt wanted in Epcot. He wanted a hotel. <laughs> he wanted there to be people living and thriving within this community. So the idea of having a hotel right there and to make it look as much like, I mean, not an exact more of an like uh, an updated version of Walt's idea, I think would be great. I would take the lobby, style it off of Communicore. You have Communicore East to Communicore yeah. West. You know how they used to do that, yeah, yeah. which became interventions. I'd like to go ahead and your lobby style after that. Uh, you have a couple of the old exhibits, maybe mm-hmm. some props left over from exhibits that used to be there. Maybe you do uh, a couple of um, advancements of things that do you like. You remember the robot the ro- that would yeah. sketch you out and draw you. Mm-hmm. More of an updated version that's uh, SMRT1 who did all the trivia and Mm -hmm. stuff. That would be cool. Yeah, to have like little exhibits that the kids can kind of interact with as you're waiting while you're checking in. Yeah, I think Uh, it'd be great. Mm -hmm. While you have concept art everywhere, you have models, you have things for everybody to look at, a kind of a celebration of what Communicore used to be, used to represent. And each of the towers would have their own wing. So you would have a wing designed after the universe of energy. Again, props, concept art, you know, drawings mm-hmm. that, that, that would go all within the uh, entrance area to the, to the tower. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you'd have one for Universe of Energy, one for Horizons, World of Motion. Each of these rooms would exhibit some quality, some kind of uh, design based upon those former pavilions. Awesome. You would have a food court section, obviously, which would be laid out like the Sunshine Seasons food court that they have over in the land. But you would have the kitchen cabaret as a robotic act, kind of similar to Sunny Eclipse, yeah. that would play as you were eating. Kind of like a Chuck E. Cheese, which was you know, kind of <laughs> where this whole idea originated with. Yeah. Well, not Chuck E. Cheese, I guess Showbiz is the one right. who first started doing it as you know, dinner entertainment. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as a dining kind of entertainment, you'd have the kitchen cabaret play. Then I was thinking about um, for a, the pool area, you'd have to model that off for the living seas. Mm-hmm. So you'd okay. have Sea Base Alpha in there. Oh, you'd cool. have uh, you know the slide based upon the hydrolators or something Maybe like that. You have sea cabs underneath the uh, pool. There you like, go, looking up at the people swimming. Exactly, oh, which boy. is kind of voyeuristic, but it's kind of cool. Yes, well, cool and voyeuristic. I think you'd probably have a lot of people lined up over there. <laughs> Human yeah, yeah. what? Human development what? <laughs> Human relations. <laughs> Human relations. <laughs> then I wanted to do a standalone restaurant mm-hmm. based off of uh, imagination. Nice. Yeah, where you have all these kind of optical illusions, these artistic renderings on the wall, mm-hmm. you know, something uh, magical, like the design tricks of the eye, like you kind of what you see in yeah. um, the original, you know, Journey into Imagination. So that's my concept for it, is that you'd go ahead and you recreate 
everything that was so great about those original pavilions and you recreated all within that resort hotel. I mean, you're not going to get everything obviously in there. Like I'm trying to think of a way to get wonders of life in there, but I was never a wonders of life fan. Right. And I really couldn't find like who would want to eat in a wonders of life restaurant. I wouldn't even want that. Stevie wonder. (laughs) A lot of blood cells. (laughs) It'd be a health food. It could be like a health food place. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, you can make like Vegan, a little... Vegan, vegetarian, soybean, Soybeans are us kind of thing. You can make the... You know, well, I was thinking about doing the gift shop off of it, but then I was like, nah, if we're doing community court, it's got to be the Centorium. The Centorium has to be the gift like shop. A, su- a sushi place for vegetarians called Soyanara. <laughs> Soyanara. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. Sure, why not? <laughs> okay. That's catchy. We made some people happy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> So that's my idea for what I would do there. That's the Cliff Notes version of it, kind of running mm-hmm. through it. Uh, again, a little bit more by the seat of my pants than I would like, but there you go. Sounds excellent. That sounds excellent. So who would like to go next? Eli? You uh, I'll go. You want to guess? You, Eli has the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I, and I got to say, like, I tell you, these, these exercises, they get fun and then stressful at the same time. Because um, I remember the, the, the Wolverine ride thing, and I remember how everybody was really solid about not losing their rides in, you know, Magic Kingdom. So I was like, okay. So I figured maybe what I would do is I would take it from the point of focusing on the hotel to where if you're at Magic Kingdom, you go to this hotel, you may not really even want to go back out to any other parks because the hotel would be so much fun and you could do all this different stuff uh, in Magic Kingdom that you would be solid with that. So I'm figuring uh, right by the entrance, uh, in between the entrance and I guess you say Adventureland is a huge amount of land right there off to the left that I would put the hotel there. Like, you know, so it's kind of off on the side, but there's a lot of area for uh, for development. Oh, like the Crystal Palace, you mean? Yeah, I mean, like I was just looking at the like the map and I just was like, hey, look, there's just yeah, it's just like right when you go into the entrance of Main Street right off of there's just like this whole solid area of. Of green, you know. So I wouldn't mind demolishing the Crystal Palace. Up. That was never <laughs> one of my favorites. So, well, I mean, like the like the and that was the other thing is like you said early in the in the last show is like where do you really place a hotel? Yeah, in, in, in a theme park because you don't want to make something obstructed, but at the same time you want to make it so that if people were to go into the hotel, they're not catching in the way of the traffic from other you know tourists and such. Right. So that's why I figure it's like yeah, I just put this a little bit. Off to the left. So, um, okay. So here's the trick. Within the hotel, it kind of it kind of run like uh, it'll have like railroads. So that way you can go onto like a little train. You could go all along the outskirts of Magic Kingdom, but they'll have stops so you can you know get off at Adventureland, Frontierland, Tomorrowland, without really having to worry about getting out of the hotel, walking all the way into the park, and then making your way around. If you stay here at this place, it's part of your, uh, it's part of your trip. You're saying that the Magic Kingdom Railroad goes through... This will go oh, through this, this hotel. hotel. Yes. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, so, you're, so if, you're like, you know, if you're like, oh, no, we're going to be late for our Fast Pass uh, you know, to, to go to Adventureland to see you know, pirates, you can get on this train, and it'll just bring you to like a place right there. You can just get off, and boom, you're right there. That's a nice feature. Yeah, because I'm all about convenience if I could help it, you know? Okay, so then uh, there's you also... You don't like to walk that much. I really don't. <laughs> that really helped with, uh, you know, fixing that jack on the tire on my big butt. Just trying to, you know, if I can save from having to walk and not pass pictures. out. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Please don't post that. Now, also, you can have, you know, it would be part of your Magic Band experience. You could also have guests, uh, like, you know, you have friends that are coming to visit. You're allowed, like, at least up to, like, you know, uh, two friends per guest. So you don't necessarily have to ostracize them and say, hey, why don't you walk through the park while we're going to catch the train, we'll meet you later. You don't want they're mad at you because you got the good place, right? Right. Right. So they can join you. Um, Now, okay, once you um, get into the hotel itself, I was thinking of calling it um, Walt Disney's Perks. That's, I probably need to refresh that title, but. Perks? Yeah. That was the that was what I had. So like, if you walk the up Disney to the Disney Perks Hotel, Disney Perks Hotel, Disney Perks Hotel, uh, you so, get perks at the Disney Perks. You, you, that's <laughs> what this was about. That was and that was kind of the theme I went with. Like, I wanted to make it advantageous if somebody stayed there to just be like, yeah, this is you know this is cool. I have all these amenities of home, but yeah, exposure to to the park, right? And every room comes with a coffee percolator <laughs> <laughs> and free Wi Fi. I was getting to that later. But oh, you get free Wi Fi. You shouldn't have to pay. Wi-Fi once you already paid to get into the hotel. That's right. That's right. Justice. Wi-Fi should be free. <laughs> We're free. 
We free. We free. Yes. All day. Every day. Freedom. All right. So um, <laughs> now the other thing is, is that once you've taken this railroad to get to each part of the park, there is a specific cast member that represents each land that's part of the hotel that will greet you. So they can, you know, so they can say, all right, here, you guys stop here. You can go right through here into Adventureland, Tomorrowland. And this will put you right where you need to be. So you have your basically your own tea plaid, if you will. All right. Okay. So then I imagine that uh, the exterior will be pretty much like you walk in, <clears throat> you start to walk, and it'll be like uh, like a big digital sign, and it'll have like different pictures of Walt, and they'll like you know they kind of like uh, morph into each other. You know, like uh, you have one picture. And then, like, it fades out into another picture. So yeah. you have different stages of, like, Walt, you know, maybe creating a character or with some other contractors, you know, showing how different buildings were going to be erected, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Walk further in, then you have, like, you know, the statue of Walt, just just Walt. I don't know if this is Disney blasphemy or not, but I figure, hey, give Walt his, you know, his place. So you get a, so you get a statue of Walt, you walk in. All right, now this is where this is get a little weird, and uh, you guys tell me if you know I went off the rails or not, so to speak. Right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the Wolverine bath. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, nah, nah, that's a good idea, though. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a Wolverine um, barbershop. That's actually Wolverine. a good idea too. I, actually, there's no there's no Wolverine. There's there's no there's no Marvel in it. But uh, Wolverine scissor hands. I, I should have <laughs> I should have done that. I should have put like some like happy you know happy stay like in like claw uh, marks and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, shrink. <laughs> so you, but you go in the lobby, right? And it is like you know, it's fully carpeted. There's a huge Mickey Mouse emblem in the center of the lobby, and then there to greet you would be an older cast member that's made up to look like Walt. Like you know, he he comes in, he greets you, he says, "Hey, you know, how you doing? Welcome to the hotel." Da 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 da. And then around him are going to be different uh, other cast members that address as characters that represent each land. So I had like... Um, a Walt face cat. Yeah. Walk I didn't think there was... Cat. That's awesome. I didn't think there was ever one like that. So there, was like, never. No, no they, they, I think, yeah. I think <laughs> Tom Hanks in the movie was the first one, yeah, to portray Walt. But ever. I was worried yeah. if I... Because I was like, well, I'm going to just... You know me, I said, I just go for it. But I was like, if it's Disney blasphemy or something, I understand but no, i was like man it's creative I, go for it yeah i was like i don't think i've ever seen that as they call it blue sky ideas you're right blue you're sky right. ideas but i think that'd be cool because he can he can greet you he can tell you how things got started if you or your kids are interested in talking to him you know about it so you can kind of get a little more of an immersive you know experience and i'm sure he, you know the cast will be well educated on what he would say and everything like that but it's basically like yeah you know welcome you know welcome to my place it reminds me of like uh what was it from uh huh. the muppets and they introduced mickey mouse and it's the rat uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, hello welcome to my park <laughs> all right what do they know they're tourists can you imagine the competition to be walt be cut through yeah but i mean i guess the, the trick was to, uh and i didn't really work it all out to say would you get him when he's like younger or when he's, you know, because when I remember him, he's like an older Walt, you know? I would think, yeah, he'd have to be older Walt based on the statutes in the middle of the park. Yeah, so, true. So not to confuse people in the timeline. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, You saw how bad that goes in Back to the Future. That could throw everything off. Right. Yeah. So I'm with the, yeah, so older, older Walt. So then you have different uh, cast members that are representing other uh, areas of the land. So uh, I was thinking like Frontierland, let's say, you know, you have like a, a small country bear, you know, some not a big bear because that might scare children, you know. But like you know, a small bear. Adventureland get like a Jack Sparrow, like a, a haunted mansion, you know, cast member character, uh, you know, just some somebody different in mm-hmm. there, right? I even thought about Buzz Lightyear, but I was like, yeah, I remember uh, Pete telling us how clunky it is to be Buzz, but that's the only one I could see. I was like, yeah, people would still know who he is, and then of course, of course. You would always have the uh, the Frozen. princess of the day oh. cast member that comes out. So she could be Cinderella, she could be Aurora, she could be Jasmine. So you have all these different representations, these different characters that are out and about. So you can almost have like a meet and greet right when you come in without having to do too much chasing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, okay. And then like along the walls in the lobby, uh, you would also have your montages of 
photos from when Magic Kingdom and everything was being constructed. So again, you'd have like, you know, Walt talking to, you know, construction guys and then like different buildings that weren't fully erected yet. And then like you would progress and then see how it finally came to be. So you have like all those different examples from Frontierland, Tomorrow Island, you know, Tomorrowland, Fantasyland. You have like those different representations of all those places out there that are uh, being built. All right, so then, now let's say you don't feel like going on a railroad and hitting all the different parks, and then you just kind of want to see what's in the hotel. So for dining, I thought of doing a place called A Taste of Things, which would be a combination of different menus that are already from restaurants that are in the park, but they're like, they would be like your favorite ones, and they would all be combined into this one menu. Plus, if you wanted to, since there's always some new uh, dish that's being put out or a new restaurant being made, you would get preview samples of those dishes if you want it. Like, a, you know, like a sample, like, you know, like this restaurant's coming up next year, but here's what the dish is right now. So you could go ahead and give that a shot. So you're sampling dishes on restaurants that haven't opened yet. Right. So like new menu items, you know, so you have so you have that choice. So basically, you can taste everything that there is in the park that are the, the main dishes like right there in that uh in that restaurant well that'd be a good way to test out like the new menus from a you know this restaurant that's supposed to open up they can always test it there and see the reactions before they go full-blown you know menu in the new restaurant right and, uh, i like that are you also saying though that different restaurants that exist too so like you could be like well i don't want ohana well i i don't want artist point but then you know everyone can get what they want basically right it's like just a combination of like the big dishes that you would like them what they're what that restaurant may be known for so to speak yeah yeah because it's it's just another way of trying to keep somebody like in in the in the place mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but not having too much um disagreements between the family so they can just kind of like oh yeah i try a little bit of this a little bit of that can i have some of your surf and turf sure why not let me have some of your sushi god oh, that sounds great can i have some of your hamburger and fries that sounds good too so everybody gets a little bit of everything Let's see. Uh, <laughs> it was a lot. Uh, outside of that, then you know, your pool, your basic, you know, pool jacuzzi area. I think it'd be made up as like you know some bounces for both. Uh, you know, you got your two different bars uh, out there. Maybe you have some characters kind of walking around to you know again do some meet greet in case you have your the kids out there. There might be someone that they couldn't see in the park that they had a tough time getting a hold of. Some random character could just show up there. I don't know about having them jump in the pool or nothing but you know <laughs> something to kind of keep you as long as jasmine's in the pool that's all good oh yeah that's all that's real good there you go that's real good it's like rare amount character meet and greets at the pool area exactly like you always will have a character there but you don't necessarily have to you know you don't, you don't have to worry about trying to run back and forth to get to them you know they would they would be right there for you okay um cool, man. okay so they're like you know you have something for the kids so you have like your you know, your basic arcade. So, you know, you have arcades for kids. You have, like, your, you know, I'd say a better frontier land shooting range uh, to have out there where you put mm. some quarters in there and you actually get the game to start. I'm a big advocate <laughs> sure. uh, for that. So you have an arcade. Kids can have fun playing there. You also can have something for the adults. So you have, like, a center spot where you could choose to just have, like, normal masseuse or a character masseuse. Do that. Nice. Okay. So then uh, get a massage from uh, whatever princess you want. You get a massage from Jasmine? Yeah. <laughs> or like if you're a chick, you want Prince Charming, Man, you can do it I'm too. I'm signing up for this. Exactly. <laughs> then uh, then, then last, the last, last but not least is uh, you have a wall of Imagineers. That's where you would go right before you go ahead and get on your train to wherever you're trying to go to. So you would have the ones from past and present, just like a nice little picture of each of them and what they've accomplished and uh, what they've done. So. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. All right, Lee. All right. So moving on to Hollywood Studios, um, I thought, first of all, the obvious one would be to rebuild the Hollywood Hotel um, instead of a Tower Terror Hotel, you know, like the golden era of Hollywood. And I said, oh, that's too easy. Then I said, no, that's not too easy. Let's just go with that. So, <laughs> so we're going to have the Hollywood Hotel under new management. <laughs> so... <laughs> so if you look at the map behind where Tower of Terror is right now, there's actually a big piece of land right there. Mm-hmm. There's actually a big piece of land behind the, the hotel right now, um, right off of um, whatever that road is, uh, Buena Vista Drive. So the entrance to the hotel would be on the backside 
of the of the park where you wouldn't see it. Uh, the main, you know, the people inside the park wouldn't see that. But that's right, the backside, the pe- <laughs> part that people don't normally see. <laughs> the backside, yeah, we all like the backside. Everybody wants to see the backside. Eli's backside. Turn um, <laughs> Right, <laughs> cool breeze blowing. My the major outline of this concept is going to be with like Caribbean Beach, how they're doing the new hotel, the high rise hotel with eight or ten or whatever stories it is. This is going to be similar, but each story is going to be a different era in Disney animation. Oh. So you're going to have you know the 30s, the 50s, the 60s, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So this is not going to be at all themed after the actual Hollywood Tower Hotel. That's correct. So this is just going to be the new Hollywood Hotel under new management. But it's going to be more about the history of the Disney uh, animation studio and things like that. So you have two hotels. Say again? So you would have two hotels. Like you'd have the, the well, one real hotel, but two seeming hotels named the Hollywood Tower Hotel? Right. So Or you look like you're going into the Hollywood Tower hotel right exactly and you could even maybe have them interconnected in some way whereas there's a, a pathway to the old hotel uh, so this is like the new and improved hollywood hotel that we're going to rebuild and, and refurbish instead of or rebuild a new one instead of trying to re- refurbish the old one because that one's haunted <laughs> and it's haunted too so yeah. that's not that's that's never a good guest experience no. yeah that's a bad selling point <laughs> so I, I broke it down into a few things so the first level of the hotel is going to be the 30s through the 50s because there wasn't a lot going on at that time. It was when Disney was first coming out with their animation, so there wasn't a, a plethora of movies coming out. But in my imagination, you would have all these you know different sections of the hotel where you would go inside. You might have the Snow White area, the Pinocchio area, the Fantasia area, Dumbo, Bambi, Cinderella, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, because all those movies came out at that time. And just like uh, Eli had mentioned, I also would have characters just kind of randomly through the hotel uh, from those movies on that level. So there probably will be a meet and greet area, but again, only the move, only characters from those movies that came out those years, right? Hmm. And each level will have a different counter service restaurant. Now, some of them are going to just be, you know, like most counter services, basic stuff, but. For example, uh, on this level, you might have Snow White snacks, and they'll have, um, you know, grab-and-go sandwiches, you know, uh, a lot of fresh fruit, things like that, but no apples. No apples. No apples. <laughs> no apples and Snow White. And then, also at this, at this level, there's going to be a bar that's adults only called Pleasure Island from Pinocchio, where you can go in there and smoke cigars and throw darts and all kinds of cool stuff like that. Hey, see some adventurers. Yeah, absolutely. Is it old Pleasure Island concept from Downtown Disney? <laughs> no, 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 not tre- Pleasure Island from Pinocchio. Yeah, oh, no, but it's named Pleasure. It's the same. Okay, but I'm saying like, yeah, never this mind. This is a little pleasure. more adult. Pleasure. Pleasure stallion. (laughs) Then you got, you know, 50, you got uh, year 51 through 60, 61 through 70, you know, so on and so forth until you have your very top level. So just a couple of highlights. I don't want to go through everything, but I will tell you doing this, you look back at this and go, man, there were so many good movies that came out by Disney. You got Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan, uh, Lady and the Tramp, Sleeping Beauty. All those were in the 60s, right? 50s to 60s. I was thinking like a counter service. Uh, I was thinking maybe uh, Alice's Bites. And then inside there, every time you eat something, the, there's some some digital artwork on the wall that makes you grow or, or shrink, uh, like in Alice in Wonderland. Get the blue cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, 60s through 70s, same thing. Um Jungle Book came out that t- at that time, so maybe you can have like uh, King Louis, uh, a little King Louis area for a counter service restaurant. This isn't design your own restaurant; it's design your own hotel. <laughs> yes, I understand, but each level has to have a restaurant. So again, I'm not going to go through them all, but okay, seventies um, to eighties, eighties to nineties, so on and so forth. Got to have Kronk's Cafe in there somewhere. Uh, Ariel's Under Sea Eats, but this is kind of like a conundrum, right? Do you want to serve fish at Ariel's? You know, is it a sushi place? Do you have a sushi place for Nemo? <laughs> Ariel's. It's kind of weird that you're eating the fish uh, at that point. Come eat my friends. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Fish are food, <laughs> not friends. How many levels uh, is it? It's kind of like that Bruce Lee movie. Oh, Game of Death? Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, a total of, it's a total of eight levels. 
the last level is you know 2011 through 2020, and you have to fight Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at the end of the hall. Love it with yellow nunchucks. Yeah, I think this hotel is going to have more restaurants than guests. Well, it's going to have again a a counter service restaurant, everything. Uh, Since we're on the topic, counter service for the very top level is going to be Coco. You're going to have a little pandria, get some tacos, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, all of that comes around. Um, again, you've got... And there goes Lee. Bye, Lee. <laughs> Finally, we got some noise in the background. But this is the top. So at the very top is where you'll have your full-service restaurant. So this will be one of the only full-service restaurants that has um, character dining. So it's going to be a signature restaurant with character dining, and it's all going to be based off Tiana. Because she is, as you know, one of the best chefs in all of Disney characters. So you'll have that. And it's going to be outdoor seating, and you'll have a view of Fantasmic from the top uh, of the hotel. Lee, so you sure you didn't take us through every restaurant because it feels like you hit everyone <laughs> along the way? Nope. I've got a few more if you want to know. No. I will nope. see this. I don't know what happened in uh, 71 through 80, but there was only like three <sighs> movies that came out that year. So Only three <laughs> restaurants. Darn it. All right. <laughs> a lot. So Ooh. is that it? Can Kevin go, or do we have more restaurants to talk about? No, that's it. That's everything okay. for uh, for Hollywood Hotel under new management. Okay. Oh, awesome. And, uh, of course, I've got Animal Kingdom. And so picture this. Uh, you're driving through. You know how you drive? You go around that little berm, and then you see the parking lot to Animal Kingdom, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what if that were to happen, and you drove around going to Animal Kingdom, and I'm about to text this to you guys, and I will post this in the show notes for the the listeners but you came around and you saw this at the entrance i'll give you a second to kind of look wow this is like interactive exercise here yes yes and i will post this for the listeners so you can see that in the show oh notes. wow that's beautiful that it do you know what that is you recognize that no i'm trying to figure out exactly what this well is. maybe this will give you a hint because the name of my hotel is hotel zamunda oh my goodness <laughs> oh uh, there we go oh yes the Coming to America yes. Hotel? Yes. yes. <laughs> when I, I thought of that because it was perfectly themed because, I mean, I, this is like one part in a movie where you see the screen, sh- the wide shot of the out- exterior of the, the palace. Holy so that is going to be the uh, hotel. Hello, Baba. You know what? And exactly. I wanted to have a field like that. And if we could pull it off, I'd want elephants running through it just so I could say hello, Baba. That is awesome. <laughs> I got the theme in my head right now. Yep. And you know where they, you know, they, uh, they had the, more, the mating ritual or whatever for Akeem uh, with the first wife, you know, like Barkley dog wife. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the lobby. <laughs> oh. So wow. when you go through, you pull up, the Magical Express drops you off right at the entrance and you go right through. There's a lobby. You do your check in. Um, it's perfect because behind the the pa- uh, the palace, the hotel is you know the animal kingdom, you know, which is perfect because it just dumps into an oasis and you can't see the tree of life or anything else anyway. So this actually fits this particular uh, hotel. So there's going to be different sections of the hotel. They're all going to be themed uh, around the areas of the park. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have um, you know Asia hotel, a- African themed uh, section. Uh, I guess a dinosaur <laughs> section of some prehistoric. We even have uh, the the mythical creatures. Oh, there, nice! We'll put nice. that in there, Gotta and we'll also that. yeah, and then we'll, and then and then we'll have a Pandora wing, <laughs> just for just for giggles, you know. Put in to. there. Yeah, we <laughs> don't have to, but uh, you know, figure since it's there in the land right now, we give them a little experience, a little banshee love. Yeah, a little banshee love. You know, make so a little banshee bed at the hotel. Like, and you go up to them, like, hey, uh, can you show me how? whatever you would like? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Bark like a dog, <laughs> a big dog. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, of course, in the hotel, everybody needs a place to chill out when they come back from their safaris or adventures in Animal Kingdom. Mm -hmm. And so what I'm going to bring back is the Adventurers Club. Nice. Thank God somebody Yes, I'm going to bring it back because I figured that'd be perfect. You know, because I'm thinking, uh, you know, when these people go out to Animal Kingdom and adventure into the different lands, they need some place where they can share their stories, unwind, uh, and tell their stories uh, with each other of their adventures. And, you know, the Adventurers Club was all about that. Oh, I agree. So bringing it back place to hang out and then my my main eatery of course it'll be like a food court i'm not exactly sure what they're gonna call it but my main eatery i want to call it wakanda's oh <laughs> nice. nice a little a little a little uh ode to that particular thing you know i don't know what they'd serve wakanda because i don't know i'm not familiar with wakanda cuisine Maybe whatever, you like. <laughs> whatever you like whatever you like whatever you like they have a mcdaniels they have a McDaniel's? Oh, no. A McDonald's. 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 God damn it. My man, hey, you know what? That's, that's the name of my counter McDowell. service. How's that? <laughs> there's, there's, my, there's my food court, McDonald's. That's <laughs> awesome. James Abels comes out here. Y'all go eat that now. Go on here. Yes. 
Yeah. Oh yes, can you can you have a James a- not not James Amos? Uh, can we have a King Joffy uh, face <laughs> character who welcomes you when you come in? Yeah, <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> with the big lion. <laughs> yeah, he went into the lobby in those throne, kind of like what you see in the movie. Uh huh. Wipe mm-hmm. us. Yes. <laughs> Do people drop rose pet- petals as you walk? You should. Yeah. That's no, awesome. I, I, you just reminded me of that. Yeah, the pool, the swimming pool, is the bathing pool. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, 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 without, of course, I guess family friendly, without the uh, the bathers. Now, does Fox <laughs> own Coming to America? Because we might have legality I think problems. it's Paramount Pictures. Oh, uh, But, uh, it, yeah, I don't know. It, maybe. Maybe a trade. I mean, they might buy them out anyway, eventually. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Everything is going. They could license us out. You know, that could work too. But yeah, that's... Uh, that's basically my hotel. <laughs> I, like like it. It. I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, no, that'd be fun. Uh, th- I think that'd be a hoot. Go through I the hotel. So too. A nice little place to stay. I think yeah. like you, know, you should have like a dinner show as well. Like when all the people come out, kind of like when the uh, the queens introduce. You have all the people come oh, out yeah. and dancing. Oh, you can have the, all the dancers come. You know, and they, they have that feathers coming out their hair. And right. The, oh yeah. Oh, that'd be the perfect. Dance, hit it, the drums, man. Oh, you could totally do that. And you get that big fat dude come out. It's your meal. <laughs> Your room is ready. Made <laughs> <laughs> for your inspection. Bus to the studio. Bus for your perfection. Ten minutes, please. <laughs> it's your bus. Okay, yeah. No, that'd be great. It's your bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'm go- uh, yeah that, that sounds like a, a fun idea to me. I think that would yeah. be great. I like and then every once in a while, like you know, maybe Arsenio Hall can make appearances over there and sign autographs and stuff like that. Yeah, because he's go. not done. Like you know, you bring in the character. Oh, him. in 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 honor of that, then we can have like a little pet store called the Dog Pound. In oh, <laughs> Arsenio oh. Hall show. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, why not? Throw them all in there, man. He's walking around there, yeah, pumping the fist. Is it? I'm gonna eat you up. Yeah. <laughs> And your friend too. <laughs> so, guys, that was um, that was great. You know, I like I, that. I, that was a fun little exercise hearing all the different uh, ways you'd put a hotel at the front of the parks. And I really did wish we had more time to really kind of delve into it because we did have to wrap each other up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of press for time. I, you know, we're recording just a Way lot. Way late. Of this yeah. is a crazy day. Really, yeah, it was. pretty crazy day. But you know, the good thing is we we got our just of our ideas out there. I um, wanted to hear all twenty eight of Lee's restaurant. <laughs> darn it, we just did not have the time. The game of death. which one had French flaming French fries? <laughs> for that oh, one. all yes. of them. Well, one of them actually had a dog-friendly level, too, but I didn't get to get to that. So maybe you can guess, based off what movies came out that year, which which one that would be. Cool. Well, guys, we'd love to hear your ideas on Hotel. Um, or if you want to expound on any one of our ideas, you're more than welcome to, like add-ons. Um, of course, each one of these are going to have to have a DVC wing eventually, because that's what they do. Of course. <laughs> right? Maybe the Pandora wing will be the DVC wing. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. You might want to make those the cheap room. The cheap room. <laughs> <laughs> Well, 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 every Top Pandora flight. room will have a squirting plant. Oh, there you have oh, it. Of course. Yes, a little water feature oh, in the your shower head will be the squirting plant. Oh, oh, on your face, neck, and chest. Yes, and you have to rub it in order yes. for it to... You got to yes. rub it to turn it on. Would it's you that, like water or spores? <laughs> spores. You spores. have been impregnated by the plant. Spores, Eat please. Your spores <laughs> on your face, <laughs> your neck, and your chest. Yes. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. To please your kingly desire. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But guys, we, yeah, if you want to uh, make up your own hotel, if you want to tack on some of your ideas to any of our ideas, we'd love to hear it, man. Get in touch with us, and we're about to tell you how to do so. And guys, if you want to learn more about the Magic Rory podcast and get in touch with us in order to give us your ideas about your hotel, uh, magicrway.com is the place to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can also get in touch with us through the following ways. You can shoot us an email at show at magicrway.com. You can call or send us a text. I did say text at 1-815-MOWEEKEN. That is 1-815-MOWEEKEN-669-4226. And you can also leave a voicemail via SpeakPipe widget on our homepage. And we have a couple of guys who do things outside of the podcast. First off, we have our comic genius, Mr. Eli, he does things with with, thi- with things. <laughs> with right. pencils. He he pencils and <laughs> charcoal and uh, he trims the hedges and <laughs> rides <laughs> off on the women. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I put paper and I put uh, 
words on them and uh, it comes out very beautifully. So uh, you can always check it out at www.ivorycomics.com. Uh, you can see the artwork for Project Geisha, Savages on there, as well as a link to this podcast so you never miss a beat. Uh, Facebook.com, you can find me there, Eli H. Ivory. Project Geisha has old Facebook page, facebook.com slash Project Geisha. Uh, Instagram, eivory 504 And Twitter, I can be found at Hancock10166. So you know the story is all about the glory. Support the arts. Thank you. And just like him, we have a link to his website also on the Magic Hour dot uh, com website so if you forget what the name is you can just go to our website and link off of that and of course if you want to book a vacation and see the potential locations for all these hotels you can do so through lee tell lee tell them how to do this all right well the first thing you can do is just give me a call at 413-349-8747 that's 413-McDowell's m-c-d-w-l-s <laughs> you can email me at lee at magicrway.com and as always, check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash Travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A Travel. And as always, we will get you booked up and hooked up with no Hasselvika. And if you want to support the Magic Away podcast as a whole, you can do so through the following ways. Click on some of our affiliate links on our website. You can also buy some beignets and support the show that way. You can represent the Moeca Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop. And, of course, the easiest way to do so to support us is to leave a rating and a review in iTunes or wherever you download the show, whether it's Stitcher, Blu-ray, Google Play, etc. And remember, we are part of the BS Podcast Network, whose motto is we speak our minds so you don't have to. So be sure to support our partners in podcasting over there. And, guys, we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome on the Magic Way Podcast, so get in touch with us today. Summer weekends, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Burnt fries. Hey guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh man, Italians recognizing Italians. You know what song What song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the navigator. Oh wow. Hey, but do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is an radio, online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Carway and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh huh. You know, it, 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 what's good about it? Yeah, let me tell you what's good. But you hear Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. But you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could mm-hmm. probably hear a country version of this. Oh wow! You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of. Hi. Give me Bare Necessities. <laughs> oh, get on, get up again. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know? Hot tub. What you say now, <laughs> Disney? That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, <laughs> they don't just give you the normal spiels and 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 r- attraction sounds, but they give you. Every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs, like Tony Bennett right here, this yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know. I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. Bada bing, bada boom, bada bing, bada boom. Boy, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay. Man had a radio. Bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh? <laughs> <laughs>